You're listening to the Auctioneer Tech Auction Podcast. Today is Wednesday, 28 January, 2009. AuctioneerTech.com, technology, auctions, and auctioneers, auction tech for the auction industry. Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of the Auction Podcast from Auctioneer Tech. My name is Aaron Travis and joining me today for the fourth in our Auctioneer interview series is my friend Kurt Allman, C-A-I-A-T-S. Kurt is an auctioneer for Allman Auctions from Nokomis, Illinois and is currently the Vice Chairman of the National Auctioneer Association Education Institute Trustees. Good evening, Kurt, and thank you for joining me. Well, thanks for the invite and uh, I've been looking forward to this. Good deal. We are trying something something new this episode, and 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 we will we will try and do it in the future. But uh, we are streaming this live, uh, the recording anyway from auctioneertech.com. So um, if you are listening to this in the recorded version, know that uh, if you pay attention to the website in the future, you'll be able to watch us record these live. Uh, back to the back to the questioning, Kurt. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be an auctioneer. Well, I uh, I grew up in the business and uh, went to uh, went to auction school at the uh, tender age of twelve. So I uh, I've been uh, been in it my entire life, and uh, my dad started the business. It was a uh, oh I, I would say a small local business, maybe countywide, and uh, did a lot of household and estate auctions and so on and so forth and. After I got out of uh, school, I decided that maybe that universe just wasn't quite big enough for me, so uh, we started focusing the business more on some niche markets, and, and things, have, uh, things have grown since, so it's, uh, it's been, a, been a good ride. What is Almond Auctions today, and, and what kind of stuff specifically do you sell? Well, we have uh, we have a staff of uh, about a half a dozen auctioneers, and uh, we've got uh, uh, sixteen uh, members of our support staff. And we uh, we followed several niches, you know, throughout the company, uh, throughout the evolution of the company. Um, you know, some things that we don't sell anymore. Um, uh, the things things that we're active in right now is the toy market. Uh, the petroleana market, the, the, the signs and the gas pumps and the gas globes. Uh, we do a tremendous amount of business with uh, antique tractors and, and actually uh, do that worldwide. And uh, lately, uh, we've been getting into uh, uh, intellectual property, uh, selling existing businesses as, as ongoing entities, and uh, some commercial liquidations, and, and of course, uh, uh, real estate with, uh, with a focus on farmland. Almond Auctions is one of many members of the MarkNet Alliance. You were involved, I believe, in, in, in kind of the creation of that, of that franchise. What, what is MarkNet Alliance, and why did you build it? Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's legally, legally a franchise, but frankly, we operate more like a co-op, uh, kind of like the old farmer's co-op elevator, and, and uh, it allows us to uh, service national contracts uh, that we wouldn't normally have a chance to service on on an individual basis, and that really creates a distribution network uh, 
that we can use and and it's it's um it's it's allowed many of us to uh you know really uh, book some business and do some business that we uh we wouldn't uh, normally have gotten a chance to do uh it's uh there's it's a best practices group um uh we share ideas and and uh, resources and and been a lot of partnerships on uh, on different deals form and um it's it's uh it's a little hard to uh hard to describe in just a few minutes but it's uh mm-hmm. it's been a fantastic experience and and we've got a really really great group of guys uh, that are in it and um it's uh i i really look forward to anything that i do with parknet I was I was teaching the ATS course this last November in Baltimore, and we were demonstrating different website technologies. When and uh, and certainly went went to your website and was demonstrating that among others. When I I discovered your your streamlined bid system, what is what is that, and what does it do for you that other existing products do not? Well, it's it's actually I mean it's an online online bidding system uh, like like many of them that are out there. Uh, the only difference is is that it's it's integrated into a into a piece of back end software uh, so so it's also integrated into project management and um, uh, task lists and managerial oversight and uh, so it's 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 a piece of of a much larger piece of software uh, that serves the function of of uh, capturing and and conducting online auctions. We we delayed the the recording of this episode by by a few days because you had this this big auction that you that you mentioned earlier um, a couple of days ago that you've been working on for a while. Tell me a little bit about the property and kind of how you handled the event and how it went. Well, uh, actually, I have to uh, I have to give Marknet uh, part of the credit for this deal because uh, it certainly. Uh, Certainly helped us win the contract. At least that's what the uh, that's what the sellers told us. Um, but it was a it was a project. Uh, it was, they were settling an estate, and and uh, it was uh, thirty nine hundred acres, a little almost four thousand. And it was uh, it was all uh, high quality, uh, highly productive farmland, um, over ninety nine percent tillable. Uh, it was there was over 1,600 acres of it that was contiguous, which is which is very unusual in our part of the world. I, I know you get out in your country, Aaron, out in Kansas, it's uh, it's not so unusual. But uh, whenever the farms back here, you know, there's a lot of farms broken up into 40s, 80s, and 160s. So to to get 1,600 acres contiguous is is, is a pretty big feat. Uh, we broke the farm up into 43 different tracks. And offered in a in a multi-parcel method, and uh, the auction took uh, just a little over six hours, and uh, we had uh, it brought twenty-four million dollars. So wow. it was a it was a great day, great day. You bet. And 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 you had I, I I assume you had some help from your your Marknet partners in in the actual conducting of that auction, or was that handled exclusively with Almond Auction staff? Well, we had uh, we had all of our staff there, <laughs> uh, but we also uh, uh, there were also a lot of Marknet uh, members that came in and and uh, worked the floor. And I, I've got to tell you that I had uh, you know I had the likes of uh, uh, Troy Crow and Bryce Hansen and Brian Beckert and and uh, JJ Dower and Chris Pratt and Joe Burns and and uh, I had a I had a team on the floor. Uh, and as you know, uh, you know, multi-parcel, uh, 
uh, method sale, uh, those four guys are the ones that that make the money. Oh, you bet. And 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 explain that, explain the you know the process and and the bidding method to those to those bidders, and it was it was a sight to see. <laughs> I mean, it, it really was because I mean those guys those guys were just all all stars and and. Uh, it just it came off uh, came off very smoothly and and uh, I, I gotta tell you uh, not just because I did the project but uh, I don't think we left a dime on the table. Wow. Well, that was that was actually the term I was going to use in describing those that that crew auctioneers that you just named was was all stars. That sounds like a, a great team that anybody would be pretty lucky to have on on site in an event. Um, I think I've mentioned it before. But I don't know for certain that I've I've covered it or that I've I've discussed it a whole lot with with any of my guests up to this point. Would you, if you wouldn't mind, um, briefly kind of describe what the multi-par auction method is, how it works, and uh, and what kind of software, if any, you used for this event? Well, it's uh, the the method uh, is is actually, in my opinion, the absolute fairest way to. Uh, to sell a, a piece of real estate because it allows the the small track buyer to bid at the same time with the large track buyer uh, by allowing uh, the the auction to proceed by the cumulative total, not by the individual track price. So, in other words, uh, three small track buyers, the total of of the uh, the bids for three small track buyers, as long as they exceed the bid of the large track buyer, uh, then that's how the property sells. So it's uh, you know it gives the uh, gives the bidder the freedom to put put together any combination of tracks that he wants to put together. So it's uh, sounds a little confusing um, when you when you see it. Uh, I always tell people the best way to understand it is just place a bid. Oh, you bet. <laughs> and, uh, you, yeah, you 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 start you start to understand the process. Uh, uh, real quickly then so did your did your property sell uh how, how how many buyers were 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 winners on your property and was it was it broken up or was it was it pretty big chunks that that were bought and how long did the auction take uh auction took six hours and uh we had uh we actually had ten buyers although one of the buyers was a consortium of farmers that that elected to bid collectively um, so that, and, and that was the, uh, that was the largest bid up on the board, which was around 15 and a half million. And that was about 2,400 acres. And that 2,400 acres ended up being divided, uh, I think 16 times, maybe something like that. Wow. So there were, there were 16, 16, uh, people in that consortium. What, what, what technology tools did you use, uh, during the sale and in, under the normal? Well, it was, uh, it was a, uh. It, of course, we used a piece of multi-par software that we'd modified a little and and uh, uh, came off came off well. Um, probably the uh, you know one of the neatest things that we did that we got the most comments on was we really made it a uh, multimedia event. With uh, we had a lot of screens, um, we had uh, uh, video coverage throughout the room. And uh, had, of course, had that would alternate, uh, you know, screen schemes uh, between different bid boards, so people could get just any kind of information they wanted at any time. And uh, it it, uh, it it really it really came off well. It it it, it looked good. It looked like, looked like a multiplex theater. So wow. Well, 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 certainly congratulations on it. And I've heard heard nothing but 
but good things, both from you and from other people um, around you that I've I've talked to since you conducted the event. It sounds like it was it was done very well and very professionally. Um, you are based there in in Nicomas, Illinois, a bustling metropolis of a couple thousand people. Uh, actually, downtown Nokomis. <laughs> downtown Nokomis, a little smoggy yeah, down oh, there yeah, yeah. elsewhere. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, I just want to draw that distinction. <laughs> well, there where you are, about an hour and a half, I think, northeast of St. Louis. Um, as as an auctioneer of, of some more specialty kinds of items, you mentioned the Petroliana and the toy market and the antique tractor market. What are some ways you've overcome the problems posed by geography using technology or other means? Well, I, I'll be honest with you. I had a lot. I had a lot more uh, problems with geography uh, pre-internet than what I do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, uh, you know, and, and of course, I mean, it was it was uh, simple logistic problems. You know, trying to get uh, trying to get somebody from Belgium to come to Nokomis, Illinois, to an auction, to a specialty auction. Uh, after the internet, of course, uh, I mean, it, it is literally just opened up the world and um, with the uh, advent of online bidding and and the ability to get more information uh, faster and more efficiently to the bidders uh, you know it's just it's just made a small world we, we've done a, a re- we did a really good business last year uh, overseas because the dollar was so low uh, we had a lot of uh, a lot of English and European buyers uh, that were were super active uh, in in some different segments, and uh, that that slowed down a little bit because the dollars gained some strength. But uh, uh, that that you know that made things a little exciting, and and uh, and they I would say probably fifty percent uh, participated in person uh, at our auctions, and fifty percent uh, participated uh, you know either by uh, internet bid or or phone. Uh, but yeah, I, I really think the big enabler in that. Is uh, is just the ability to get information to them quicker and and faster and better information. So so, especially with with the advent of the internet, how is how is the average marketing campaign different for for the specialty auctions than for for the the real estate auctions or or general consignment type merchandise? Well, the the, the specialty auctions uh, tend to be more uh, internet slanted. Um, you know, I've uh, I, I guess I've threatened several times, you know, to just uh, just completely quit uh, quit running print print ads and direct mailers on some of the specialty sales and just just leave it up on the internet. I, I, I gotta gotta admit, gee, I haven't got uh, brave enough to completely abandon <laughs> the direct mailers and the print advertising. Uh, but I can also tell you that um, we've had a few auctions that. Uh, were presented to us with some kind of special circumstances that we didn't have a real real long marketing time and we we leaned very heavily on internet exposure and uh, um, the auctions came off you know without any problems whatsoever um, you know and, and the specialty buyer they are uh, they're distanced uh, further away anyhow so so they're they're more accustomed to getting their information off the internet as opposed to maybe a local buyer sometimes. Right. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's worked out real well for the specialty. But, you know, on, on the flip side of that, the local buyers too, uh, you know, it's, uh, 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 I really think that uh, 
I mean, it's it's a cliche almost to say, well, you know, I think this internet thing's going to work out, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's uh, you know, it just it just gets bigger and bigger every day, and and people rely on it more and more every day, and uh, you know, I, my my kids come home with uh, with homework, and and uh, you know, their their project is to is to Google something to find out information, and my uh, my fourteen year old, I was talking with him the other night, and he. he really didn't even know what uh, an encyclopedia was. He said, oh, yeah, that's, that's probably like Wikipedia, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, you know, when you say this Internet thing is going to work, I think you've been saying that in the auction industry for, for, for many years now, uh, even before many others were, you know, kind of looking at it. I know you have experience doing Internet auctions on several different bidding platforms. Um, what today is your kind of your blend between uh, what if any internet only auctions do you do? Um, I, I assume that you run real time bidding uh, on the majority of your your live auctions. What what kind yeah, of yeah yeah we 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 do we do um, you know it's uh, I, I guess the the thing that uh, you know that uh, and this is of course this is just. Kurt Allman's hypothesis, and and just remember, uh, you know, you're getting what you paid for, which is you didn't pay anything to get it. So, uh, <laughs> are you wanting paid for this, uh, Kurt? Is that what's going? On? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Well, that that is coming, isn't it? I, I thought I'd seen that in the fine print. <laughs> I'll buy you a drink in Bloomington. How's that? <laughs> hey, that's uh, that's that'll work. That'll work. Um, you know, but I I begin to question. Uh, a little bit the effectiveness of uh, of uh, live internet bidding. Um, I mean, I mean, it's 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 obviously effective and it obviously works. I mean, we 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 very consistently have uh, you know twenty to forty percent sell throughs. Uh, but uh, you know, if you uh, if you're really super honest, um, static online bidding or uh, you know timed online bidding. Is uh, is really more uh, more efficient and and probably more accessible for the buyer. And uh, you know, I guess my realization to that was uh, I, I'm not a big shopper. Uh, I, I, I love Christmas. That's probably my favorite season, and, and I and I give a lot of Christmas presents, but I, I don't like the act of going to the shopping mall. Right. So I had uh, sat in my chair uh, one evening and got all of my Christmas shopping done. And I don't get a lot of time off, so I go. I, uh, the next day when I was supposed to be fighting the traffic in Springfield uh, at the shopping mall, I was out in my shed uh, pretending to be an antique tractor mechanic and enjoying myself. And uh, then I got to thinking, uh, my God, I've become my own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the timed, or I mean, the, uh, the live Internet auction still requires that bidder to be there at a certain time and to wait. And uh, if, if we're super-duper honest with ourselves uh, and, and you, you take the ego out of the equation of having to get up and, and bid call, uh, quite frankly, it's uh, it's better deal for the consumer, in my opinion. Sure. And there are certainly certainly times when you can, um, and, and of course everyone's going to price services differently, but there's certainly an argument to be made by a reduced overhead for firing up that crowd and cleaning the bathrooms and turning on the heat or, or, or doing whatever costs are associated with the actual conducting of a live event that aren't there with, with internet only auctions. Certainly you have a little well, bit, a little bit heavier post auction. 
if you've uh, if you've ever owned a uh, a large spacious auction facility in the dead of winter, you can certainly appreciate the lower overhead not having to turn the furnace on. Sure. Um, you led you led the push. Actually, I want to ask you one other one other question first about about your your auctions when you do conduct your live events. What what software are you using to clerk and cashier those auctions? Is that a is that a MarkNet custom software piece or is it an off the shelf? Does it vary? Uh, well, well, actually, actually, uh, I mean, it's funny, funny you say that because I had a meeting today on on some MarkNet custom software uh, <laughs> to fit that bill, <laughs> but it, it, it's still in development. Um, uh, it's getting getting a little closer. Uh, we, we're we're partnering with uh, with some folks on that uh, so that it can integrate into the project management software. Uh, but as of right now. Uh, we're still using a, uh, a a very very archaic program that uh, that you're familiar with, and it's GBS. Oh my. And uh, you know the uh, we went back and forth between that and some Windows systems, and uh, I, I guess I just haven't made the uh, big commitment because I'm waiting on this other software. Right. And the one good don't thing wanna, about don't want don't, don't, don't want to retrain my staff more than once. <laughs> you bet. And that's you know that's one thing that that pretty much everyone says about about the Maxa product by JBS is it it always works. It may not be the prettiest thing in the world, but you know it's there when you need it. So. Well, I I always described it as a as a brick outhouse. It wasn't pretty, but it was always functional. <laughs> so. Kurt, you you led the push to establish the ATS designation course offered by the NAA. Some have gone as far as to call it your brainchild. What prompted the idea for the course, and and how did it come about? Well, let me uh, let me correct uh, <laughs> the the, uh, the brainchild statement. Okay, <laughs> it was uh, it was most definitely a team effort, uh, and. Uh, and I, I, I'm doing I'm doing that for two reasons because uh, there's a, there's a lot of other guys that deserve the credit uh, your, yourself being one of them and then uh, the other reason is that if something goes wrong uh, <laughs> I've, I've got somebody to blame it on so <laughs> uh, but it uh, you know I, I, I saw in the in, in the auction industry um, you know there there is most definitely a technology vacuum and and. Uh, if you ask uh, a lot of auctioneers, you know what was the what was the latest uh, what was the greatest technological breakthrough in the auction industry? Uh, uh, you know, uh, the uh, portable PA system comes up most of the time, uh, and, and and frankly, that was it pre-internet. Uh, you know, that was probably the the best thing that came along technology-wise pre-internet. So uh, you know, there's a lot of practitioners in our industry. That are uh, a little behind the curve, I think, in, in, in some technology aspects, and and uh, you know the thought process behind ATS was was to take somebody from uh, you know cradle to uh, cradle to uh, adulthood, and and you know and, and give them a uh, a course that they could take that was uh, uh, you know not uh, intimidating. Uh, and that was slanted towards the auction industry because I, I really believe that somebody can can learn better whenever it's uh, it's pertinent to what uh, what they're doing. So uh, uh, that that was you know that was a thought process behind it and uh, had a had a talented bunch of guys that developed the curriculum and uh, talented guys that uh, teach it and uh, we've gotten great reviews and uh, we just keep trying to fill those classes. 
You bet. And for anyone who is interested, currently, uh, as we record this in, in late January, the next course is slated for Charleston in uh, in late February, and there's certainly still time to sign up for that course if you are interested. Kurt, what is your... What is what is next for for Kurt Allman? Um, not only after the uh, after this very large and successful auction you had, are you going to take a little time off? Are you going to keep slugging away? Or you have have other other dreams and aspirations to uh, to to make come to fruition? What's 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 on your horizon? Well, uh, you know, as far as uh, as far as addressing dreams, uh, uh, I think this is only a half hour show, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, got a lot of things, uh, a lot of things on my plate, and a lot of things to plan for. Most definitely, I uh, I like to like to keep things full and lively, and and uh, yeah, I would like to say that I'm going to take a little time off after this uh, after this auction, but it seems like there's always a new challenge out there to uh, uh, jump in on, and and I'm I'm sure that uh, I'm I'm going to be in on some of those today. We had a meeting today uh, on a new new business venture that uh sounds sounds kind of promising and uh, we've got meetings on that the next two days uh so just a, a new niche to go into so i'm uh i guess I, i'm a challenge junkie and uh and i, I always like the uh, always like the hard stuff and uh it seems uh what's what's most satisfying to me so uh yeah we've got uh, got things in the cooker uh uh, just watch for coming attractions. <laughs> well, you certainly you certainly stay busy, um, in and in addition to all of the uh, all of the great ideas and, and pursuits um, in your 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 private practice, you are and have been for quite some time, uh, at least as I understand it, really active in the National Auctioneer Association and the NAA. Um, why? What what benefits does it bring to the table for you and for your company? And uh, and what do you see as the future of the association? Well, uh, I, I've been, you know, I've been fairly active uh, in the association or on the education side than uh, maybe the uh, uh, political side uh, with 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 the NAA and with, and I've all, I've been on the Auction Marketing Institute and uh, was one of the four people that merged uh, AMI and NAA into one, which I think was a great thing. Uh, it was a great day for the industry, I believe. Uh, the the education aspect of it has always interested me more uh, because I, I, I can honestly say I, I, when I went through the uh, Certified Auctioneers Institute program, uh, you know, I, I had a good practice. Uh, it was a local practice. Um, it was it was growing, um, but you know, I think an individual tends to uh, limit their you know when, when they're not exposed to um, new ideas and different people and uh, different thought processes. You tend to uh, keep your universe to, to the, your own little Petri dish. And, and that's where I was at. Uh, and I, I, I would have been successful and I would have made a living. Uh, but when I went through Certified Auctioneers Institute, uh, all of a sudden, I thought, "Holy cow, this is a big old world!" And uh, I met people uh, doing a lot of different things. And I guess what it made me realize was that, um, you know, it's uh, it, it's bigger than Henry County, and the opportunities in this industry are absolutely endless. 
And because of what that program did for me, um, I really felt like I owed something back to it. So that's that's why I got involved in the education. And, um, you know, there's uh, there's another guy sitting out in every one of those classes that was in the same spot that I was. And uh, so I, uh, you know, just trying to pay it forward a little bit and uh, uh, do for me uh, or do for them what someone did for me. And uh, so that's, and I, you know, I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a, it's a lot. It's very satisfying uh, to see somebody, or or you, ha- you know, one of your students, uh, one of the people in the classes uh, has has a big success and 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 does really well. Uh, you know, because quite frankly, when somebody does a real good job in the auction industry, that only helps me because that that converts another person uh, to sell by that method. So. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a, been a great experience, and I hope to hope to keep doing it. And uh, it's uh, part of my life. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen um, with the future of the auction industry as a whole? What do you think will will happen to the marketplace as, as things like internet bidding and other technologies mature? Uh, well, sometimes sometimes my answer to that question didn't. It's it's not the most popular answer, but it's what I believe. Uh, you know, I, I think there's going to be a lot of consolidation, and uh, I think uh, I think successful, innovative companies are going to get bigger and be more successful. And uh, those that are lagging behind and do not adapt to new technologies and new business practices are going to wither up and die on the vine. And uh, I think you're going to see a transition in this industry from um, people who have practiced uh, uh, this as a career. I think you're going to see uh, a lot of that, uh, a lot of those people, the, the innovative ones, transition into a true business. You know, a, a, a true business is something that will that will go on after an individual. A career ends when the individual ends. And, uh, you know, that, that's new. That's new to the auction industry. It's not new to, it's not new to business as a whole. Uh, you know, uh, Dave, Dave Bell, uh, even though Dave Bell quit Hewlett-Packard, Hewlett-Packard is still going. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft will go on after Bill Gates is gone. Uh, there's not a lot of auction companies that will go on after their founder or their, uh, you know, their uh, their main practitioner quits. So I think you're going to see a, I think you're going to see a transition uh, into that. Uh, you know, you're you're just now seeing some auction companies go public, and uh, and you're getting professional management in, and uh, established business practices are being implemented. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a big difference. Big difference. Well, that's it for episode 15. My guest today has been Kurt Allman from Allman Auctions. You can find Kurt and Allman Auctions on the web at www.almanauctions.com. That's A-U-M-A-N-N auctions.com. Thank you very much, Kurt, for joining me. Well, thanks a lot, Aaron. You've been listening to the Auction Podcast from Auctioneer Tech. 
If you have suggestions, questions, or comments, or are interested in being a guest, please let me know by going to www.auctioneertech.com feedback and leaving a message. You can also post public comments about this or any other episode, as well as find show transcripts on the auction podcast page of auctioneertech.com. Thank you for listening. Now go sell something.